Hey, you're listening to the Speaking of Music podcast. Hey guys, we're back. And this week we're going to be doing Equals by Ed Sheeran. Equals. Completely but it's like, like the sign. Yes, the symbol. What's your sign, Leanne? Leanne, what's your sign? Shut up, Sophia. <laughs> I'm a Libra. I love Libras! We definitely don't need that right now at this moment in time. Ed would definitely not call that very girl boss of you. Yes, he would. He would not. I feel like Ed would be in full support of my music career. Mark my words. Get this on film. It's already... Yeah? Okay, but make sure you put that in the episode so that when I become famous... Some people would be like, oh my god, Ed Sheeran supports Sophia Gill. She manifested it. <laughs> All right, let's... When Ed wrote the Joker and the Queen, he was talking about you, but only for the Joker part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so background information. Equals was released October 29th, 2021, and it is Ed's fourth studio album. And, his, and the singles for this album were Bad Habits, Shivers overpass graffiti and visiting hours and there are 14 total tracks on the but album. wasn't visiting hours only a promotional single yes that is correct okay let's do our ranking <laughs> okay i'll start with my rankings are we doing the whole thing yeah okay so my rankings are the joker and the queen tides visiting hours love and slow motion bad habits shivers leave your life first times sandman overpass graffiti two-step collide be right now and stop the rain. My rankings are The Joker and the Queen, Visiting Hours, Collide, Two Step, Shivers, Bad Habits, Love in Slow Motion, Tides, Overpass Graffiti, Leave Your Life, Sandman, First Times, Be Right Now and Stop the Rain. Um, best for last, my rankings are <laughs> My rankings are The Joker and the Queen, Visiting Hours, Tides, Leave Your Life. Bad Habits, Shivers, Love in Slow Motion, Overpass Graffiti, First Times, Two-Step, Be Right Now, Sandman, Stop the Rain, and Collide. Let's kick this discussion off with the opening track of the album, Tides. So the very first time I listened to this song, and hence this album, um, I immediately go to the group chat. I'm like, wow tides is really good and then victoria goes you're not gonna like where it is on my rankings and then uh, there was a steady stream of hate comments comments. but um yeah so tides is something that's just stuck with me from the very first listen and it's just a really well done song and it was just really catchy and it was something that i remembered once the album is over it has a really steady good build up for that like when it goes tides and then it kicks in it's like like it it gets you excited for what's to come i think that instrumentation is one of the defining factors of the song that sets it apart from the others and it was a good opening track it gets you excited for the album Mm -hmm. and i think it also introduces you to this new chapter in ed's life that he's trying to yes tell through the fact that the first line is i have grown up i am a father yeah which i forgot about yeah which we we, we, all of us collectively forgot consistently forget that ed's child exists what is it (laughs) gaslighting no 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 which in a way is a good thing because like you don't want to be posting your child all over the internet no no no, that and that yes for sure for you know yeah like no. The internet is not your child's photo book. It definitely is not. Like you shouldn't be posting like babies for sale. Like then Gross. that's there forever. 
And what did your baby tell you you could do that? Yeah. Did your baby <laughs> tell you you could do that? Like that's private stuff. And you know, if you grow up and all your stuff is right there on the internet, the whole world saw that. That has to be a little embarrassing at least. Why is there a picture of me on Instagram? Who told you I could put that out there? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's just a little, <laughs> a little well, tangent, but very much needed. And we praise Ed for being such a good dad. Come on. Come on. Yeah. He's actually talking about how bad of a dad he is. <laughs> no. He's not. He's not saying that. He's, he's, saying he's afraid to be a bad dad because now he has a kid and his kid is going to grow up and see all the things he's done. And the theme of this song is just really cute. And like, oh, like comparing your life to the changing tide is just such a cute thing. And it's, and we're not saying like, oh, this has never been done before. It's a novel idea. But the way it's presented in the song is just really, really good. Yeah. This concept could have been done differently in a, in a less happy way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just the way that Ed writes. It just turned out much like nice and happy in the end. And I feel like that's like a lot of songs on this album are just in the uplifting category and then the parallels that he draws like everything has changed but i'm still the same somehow it's like the tides are changing but it's still like the same (laughs) wow so deep like the ocean rolling (laughs) okay what i was gonna say is this kind of sets the tone for his album where he talks about all the things and how his life has affected him up to this point i feel like his other albums were more This is, like, the concept of, like, he woke up and had a realization writing this album almost. But that's not how it happened. You know, there were some really big life-altering events in between the time of his last album. And I don't count collaboration number six as part of this, like, life album. Because those songs were meant to be written with and for other people as opposed to himself. So let's just say from the time of Divide to now, he, I mean, he got married Mm-hmm. which is definitely something he has a he's a kid and those are things that change your life a lot and you know you could be doing the same thing you were doing three years ago you're doing now but he obviously isn't he has a lot he still has the same job but a lot of the ways he goes about it has changed and he's talking about that in tides and he talks about how his life and his career have affected him as a person and you kind of get a glimpse of that in tides but then it brings you to some of the other tracks like first times which we can talk about. Yeah, for sure. Okay, first times. So it starts off with, I thought it'd feel different playing Wembley. And Wembley, that's Wembley Stadium. So it's like the stadium he always mm-hmm. dreamed of playing at, yeah. you know, and it's like a sold out thing, you know. It's okay. a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> for sure. He's just talking about how he's been chasing all these dreams and, you know. And I think in every one of these songs, like no matter what, the theme of each song is it's just even if he's brought these themes up in previous albums in this album it's presented in a more introspective way than before which it's really cool to see this new thought process or this new chapter in his life that he's trying to open up i feel like the theme of a lot of changed man (laughs) he's a changed man victoria literally wants to punch sophia victoria was ready to go with a serious thought too Okay, go away. Okay, I'm done. Okay. You- As I was going to say, I feel like um 
a theme of a lot of the more personal songs on this album is that like he's famous but he also has his personal life and I feel like he tries and you know does a good job of making sure they don't affect each other but like he he still writes like songs about his wife and his child Mm -hmm. but he can like express his love for them while also like keeping it private which is he does really well we didn't obviously get like a huge deal it was like exclusive interview at ed sheeran's wedding (laughs) (laughs) yeah and you know he doesn't post his kid which we already covered that i'm done i can't no okay i i I think i think we should move on i think we should talk about joker and the queen Okay, <laughs> so we all have this song at number one for good reason because it's really good. I've never this like the ranking of this Joker and the Queen being at number one shows that I've never had an original thought ever. <laughs> so. No, because the moment this opened within the first five seconds, I was like, oh wait a second, I know this is gonna be number one. I don't even know what it was. It was no. just the first few seconds. No, it took I... me up to the part where he said the Joker and the Queen, and I was like. <sighs> like it just opened jaw like, fire in me. I was walking the bridge for magnet AIT going to Spanish school reveal. And I was like, <laughs> last episode we did an age reveal. Here's a school <laughs> reveal for all of you. Location reveal. Location reveal. Actually, address reveal. In the basement. <laughs> Social security number reveal. Credit card number reveal. <laughs> okay. Internal organ reveal. <laughs> Anyways, this song is just so like cinematic in just yeah. every single way. And, and it's, it's like really dramatic. And it, you know really what? Maybe is. I want someone to be this dramatic for me. Maybe and it, it maybe definitely I do. like takes a little of a break from the production of the other songs because this one is definitely less produced. Um and it's more of a strict song. Um and again this concept is not like we've seen a lot of queen type king and queen type references but you know just the joker and the queen instead of the king and the queen i think it's important to talk about the chorus of this song saying that it's all not only a reference to the king and queen it's a reference to like playing cards yeah right so it's not just like oh you be my king i'll be your queen type thing it's like no it's like the queen has selected me it's like it's like not like oh like you'll be the queen to my king like that's not what this is going for this song is going for you could fall for a thousand kings you could have the best of the best the most attractive the strongest the most talented and all these people would do everything for you but you saw the good in me that sometimes i can't even see in myself you saw the best of me as just like the measly joker the card that people literally just don't use yeah. in the game unless you, you know you have to but it's like the card that you put aside when you go play cards yeah no but like just all also all of like the playing card references like when i fold you see the best of me that's really really cute and then when it turns to past tense like she made her choice like mm-hmm. you know it's just all the love for this song. All right. Mm, what should we talk about next? Let's I- talk about 
Love I was gonna... in slow oh, motion. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. So, I stand in slow motion. Okay, so I do have it the highest out of everyone. Wow. Yeah, go me. No, but like, I feel like just the concept of like a moment in time or like time is just something I really. August, <laughs> August right now. No, yeah, exactly. Also, whenever I saw the title of the song and I was like, Melina, are you copying Melina? That's exactly <laughs> no. what I thought. But the concept of a specific moment in time or just time as a concept really captivates me with any song. So usually those are the ones that are going to be higher up. But this one is just really good. Living fast forward, but not tonight. Love in slow motion. That's really cute. Ed has some really cute songs. No, okay, he's like a very cute that, like, and wholesome no, and romantic, such a romantic person. person. Yeah, he knows how to write like romantic, like, cute, romantic lyrics. Yeah, and everyone's like, like, "We hate you, Ed, for what reason?" It's like, you ginger girl. It's like ginger in parentheses derogatory. <laughs> I, I feel like ginger is a derogatory <laughs> term at this point. I do want to bring up that, like, if you look at the some of the critic reviews for this album, they're like, oh, yeah, it's a nice album, but, like, there's, like, nothing that you wouldn't expect on this album. It's and hard like, to write a good love song like no, Ed does. But I'm like, yeah, sure, I can't deny that, but the po- the point of, like, Ed's music is the point that of his he brand. does... Yeah, he does what he wants to and is and good at. And what he's at. good at, yeah. He's People are it. like, oh yeah, he only writes these like cheesy love songs, but that is so far from correct because it's kind of really hard to put your emotions into words the way that he does it. And it's not even like it's like they're cheesy songs. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's genuine love he feels for his loved ones that he's writing about. Yeah. Let's talk about how he just invented everyone's wedding songs and you're complaining. Right. People are like, we hate Ed. Uh, he was playing at your wedding. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, like your parents were, like, if Ed Sheeran wrote during the time your parents were married, mm. let me just, I'm just going to take a guess and say that was their first day No, because song. Ed Sheeran literally did invent weddings. Exactly. It's just something that he did and it's, everyone, like, hates him for what reason. perfect and thinking out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look like these. Lover literally has a first dance remix. No, I was about to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a fun time. The time. What a time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about visiting hours. Oh my god, this song. It's like it makes me cry. It's so depressing. <laughs> Yeah, it has. It's just that type of song. I have a playlist of songs. It's three songs. What? <laughs> that is not a playlist. It's visiting hours. Well, it technically is according to Spotify. <laughs> it's visiting hours. Seeing you'll get better and Ronin. And Spotify is evil. I okay. agree with that playlist. And I just sit there and sob like <laughs> ugly cry. So for reference, "Soon You'll Get Better" is a Taylor Swift song. So is Ronan is also a Taylor Swift song from her album Red. We we just keep throwing these random song references in here, and people who are listening are probably confused. So if they were cultured like us, they would not be confused. <laughs> no, it's because right. if you if you randomly bring up like some random song title in the middle of a discussion, even if you know it, it's just like confusing sometimes. So this is true. 
basically Taylor and Ed sad song make Sophia cry. The end. Taylor and Ed are the sad song industry. Phoebe right now. Phoebe right now. No, this is true. <laughs> okay. No, let's talk about visiting hours for real. Whew. I didn't really expect this. Like from this album, from this it was album. it was released as a promotional single, and I just sat there like, uh, we went from bad habits. I know, to I like, agree. Like bad habits is the first single, and I like go to this one, and I'm like, oh, it's like 180 right there. Mm. I was like, okay, maybe I will go back into my bed this morning. <laughs> Slowed version, yeah, <laughs> piano version, <laughs> <Okay>. dancing witch version. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about how he says, I wish that heaven had visiting hours. Okay, so first of all, the concept is just really strong. Mm -hmm. Essentially, he's like, I wish that I could show you all of the stuff that's happening in my life. And I wish that I could ask your advice. And I wish that I could, like, keep in touch with you. I know. And it's just like the... Ed is good at writing like nice, happy love songs, and he can also write a nice, sad, grieving love song as well. Uh, he also writes sad love songs, like the Joker and the Queen makes me emotional. Yeah, no, it really is because of the way it's presented and the way he pronounces the Joker and, and the Queen. Queen. It's just really good. But this is not a Joker and the Queen discussion. This is a visiting hours discussion. It's really uh, the way he's told is super emotional. And, you know, and then if you go watch his live performance of it, you can just hear it in the way he performs it, you know, versus his other upbeat songs. Just it's different, has a different vibe to it, but it still like fits on the album. Right. So the thing about life um is that you know you come with so many emotions and there are some that you haven't experienced everyone experiences like I feel as though everyone experiences every emotion on some superficial level until like they have a life-altering event that changes that and one of the things that you know you feel sadness but grief is something that takes so long to fully sink in until it's actually happened to you Mm -hmm. and you know losing someone is a very common topic in songs and that's something so sad and you know why would you want to think about that but the issue is you have to it's a Mm -hmm. part of life and this album is about his life and how much it's changed and you know you're a changed person not only after the good things like marriage and, you know, the birth of your child, like that's, these are happy occasions for him, as opposed to this sharp contrast in which he's talking about, he's grieving, and he's talking about how much his life has changed already, and now this person won't be able to witness this change anymore. Yeah. He's just really eloquent when he writes, and he's good at framing his emotions into a pretty, like, simple idea, which is good. Okay, I think we should talk about two-step now because Victoria does have it significantly higher than both of us. I do. And I would like her to tell us. I mean, we kind of know why, but just talk about it. 
it just has a nice vibe. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was, like... I was vibing with its vibe. Oh, <laughs> the vibe of the vibe that I was vibing with was really vibey. <laughs> Zane, right? Now. <laughs> you know the vibes, know the vibes. No, I just. No, because we tell Victoria's star and then we interrupt. I know. Too. Okay, go babe. <laughs> No, I just I just like the production of it and the way it flows really nicely. And I, I was um if you go onto those YouTube shorts, right? And it's like uh equals by Ed Sheeran is out now. Make your YouTube shirt short with this song and there's like one of like people dancing to the song. <laughs> it's, it's, a little, it's a little questionable, but it's a nice um happy love song yeah no and the idea of two-stepping is really smart the fact that he intentionally said two-stepping with the woman i love because it's like oh it doesn't need to be like ballroom dancing or like some elaborate salsa thing going on it's like two-stepping it's like really simple and it doesn't need to be something like super like fancy to have two a good time yeah it's like two with two, two stepping. yes two to us big <laughs> Okay, wow. so us thinking about two-stepping is like that's what you do when you're at like a party right. yeah it's and like a party for two a party of two um but he's just like hanging out and it's basically just like a really bad form of dancing <laughs> and that's okay because you're having the time of your life because you're with the person you love and you're forgetting all your stress and all your hard times that you've been through just let go even if it's just for a minute yeah so i just really it just stuck with me when i listened to it so Okay, let's talk about Bad, Bad Habits, the lead single on this album, the first one that came out, and it was on the radio and all that. Usually, I feel like we're pretty um, anti-single. And yeah, That's yeah, just me. anti-putting single. No, in general, though, like I try to view, like despite the fact that I've heard Bad Habits a ton of times, I try to view all of them like with like oh like which one would I rather listen to it's like I all that do stuff. I do want have to say though that like I feel like for Ed um his singles just don't get old yeah his singles just shape of you right now <laughs> except that one except exception that. that one's an exception exception no because the department stores really abused shape of you they did it was so unfair anyway the thing about Ed's singles though is, is that they're not any different from his album tracks. Like I feel like for other artists, right, this they might leave um a track to be just on the album because it's yeah, a little well different and it might not do well commercially. But I feel like for Ed, any like literally any one of these songs could have been a single would have been just fine. I agree. But no, Bad Habits was just really good. It is so, so catchy. And in case you're really living is. under a rock and just don't know Bad Habits, the chorus has some really good lyrics. I think one of my favorites from this whole song is, I got nothing left to lose or use or do. The fact that somehow you made it, like all those like rhyme pretty much. They're not supposed to. Yeah, they're not really supposed to. And then it goes, my bad habits lead to you. Yeah, it's just a good way to I think use it's the just, theme of bad habits. Yeah, it's and just, it's just a super sing catchy so you can get a whole room of people being like, 
you know, clapping around. Yeah. Clapping around. I was gonna say something anyways. <laughs> you have to give me some time to my thoughts together, okay? Just like you but cut Victoria off every time she's trying to get her thoughts together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, just like buffing around and you know, to introduce this new era, it was definitely a smart move because, you know, the music video was a good time. Oh, that was a good time. We had a lot of rants Yeah, this is what we need to be better about, like Okay. Okay. I, I just think Bad Habits was a wonderful choice for a lead single, even though any of them really could have been good. Mm-hmm. Ed's Bad Habits lead him to you, but our Bad Habits lead you to an ad break. For her, her I'm getting shivers. <laughs> Let's talk about shivers now. <laughs> Is it calls in here? Because I'm getting some shivers. <laughs> Ed's challenge, show me your best shiver, and then he's like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay so shivers was the second like real single of this album and it also got promoted to radio a lot um and on our rankings their shivers and bad habits are right next to each <clears throat> other as they should be as they should be i feel like they that's where they need to be like but i oh, think i was gonna say bad habits above shivers but that's not the case for you victoria yes we already discussed we, like this has it been a go, discussion before i just wasn't way. there because y'all are like no you, talking. Were, no, you were literally there and i literally asked i remember bad habits so versus shivers and, I was like, and, bad habit. and, and then, then you, you came in you're like, like yeah like, bad habits probably too and i'm like yeah really guys? yeah but now that i'm thinking about it a lot more i'm kind of mad why is shivers above bad habits i could put it that's not bad habits on any given day it's not like i'm not like that's not like right though. The harmonies in the Birch of Shivers are what made me consider putting it no, higher than Bad What I like about shivering with a lawsuit if you don't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what I like about Shivers is I just like the instrumental better than Bad Habits. It has a more interesting little like the, the fucky thing. The yeah. first verse gives taste like strawberries on a summer evening. <laughs> does it really? It really does. Strawberries on a something floor. It's fine. It, Sean did it too. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's it for shivers. We're done. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Sandman. Sandman is Sandman. <laughs> it's basically owed to his daughter. So cute. It's basically like a lullaby type song. And I wasn't not expecting that because again, I forgot he had a daughter. <laughs> but you know, when I was listening to it. Again, the strawberries in this one. Marshmallow books and strawberries. <laughs> yeah, what is going on? Um, I think it's a really, it's really cute. It really, you know, belongs on this album in this era of his life. Um, now that he has a child. Which definitely does exist. Sorry to his child. We are We're so sorry. We're doing a lot of writing. We are so sorry. That we so forgot sorry. about your existence. Our formal apology to your child. No, because us literally gaslighting Ed. He was like, oh yeah, he doesn't have a child. Girl, yes he does. <laughs> we didn't say that. We said we forgot that he existed. I forget that you existed. Okay. Our formal apology to, to Lyra and Artica Seaborn and Sheeran. <laughs> we love you. And Ed and Jerry. <laughs> so definitely don't. And Matthew and us. Charlie. Who's <laughs> mad at you? Oh. <laughs> and Matthew Jim and Sheeran. Matthew again. And John and I. Okay, and put yourself like, together, guys. All right. So Sandman is basically what it is. It's a lullaby. 
so it's different than the other songs um that's why i like its place on the album like it's not like some of the other ones that can you know potentially kind of be the same song um okay so sandman is like a little low on our rankings but, but i also nothing like, we can do i also feel like that's not an experience we had in life and it's not something we can relate <laughs> to at all but yeah. it's, it's just cute it's there i don't not like it you didn't forget about the existence of our children we just don't have any yeah <laughs> Um, right. I mean, it's so sweet. And if I were like, <clears throat> if like your parents like write music, at least you can be like, yeah, there's a few dedicated. If my parents wrote music and they didn't write a song about me, I would ruin their riot. career. I would riot. I would, I would post heck? some illicit stuff on their social media <laughs> on their behalf. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like you're telling me you're famous and there's not a song about me? Exactly. Like, wasn't I supposed to be like the light of your life? The best. Ed is being proactive, writing while this child is still a child. He's he's making sure. He's making sure that that child does not end up ruining his career. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about leave your life. I agree. A little bit slandered by the both of them. Actually, it's it's kind of like. All Yay! of all around validation by Sophie. <laughs> Validated everything I've ever strived for has led up to this moment. <laughs> Just know that. Should she know she went through it to get to this moment? Anyway, so leave your life is just like a track where everyone pulls out their phones and it's just like waving with them the flashlight. Yeah, with the flashlights, and it's just so fun, like in a good way. Like it's so, it's such a cute love song that's like oh don't worry i'm i'm right here you this know is what the lyric you like is? sit back what lyric which one oh genius. i could never tell you love L, you but like why is it like ly so that it rhymes with eyes obviously yeah but that's embarrassing <laughs> yeah it's a little bad yeah i didn't even realize it because i wasn't paying that close attention to the lyrics when i was like I, listening to this i can never tell you lies is what i thought it was <laughs> Fine. Oh, he says it like lie. It might. I could never tell you lie. Is that how? Wait, okay, we're uh, going to investigate. Please. <laughs> it's. I don't know what's more embarrassing if he says it as lie or L. <laughs> I don't know no, why both of our both of them are not. I didn't know it. that was the lyric. I just wasn't paying attention. Never tell. It was like lies. Like lying. You're lying. All right. All right. So. <laughs> I'm <laughs> gone from that. After the thorough investigation, we're happy to present a finished case report. I also think that just this is a song you could just lose yourself and you don't really have to think too much when you listen. You can just sit back and like relax. Yeah. It's a good, it's like a fun song. Also a good concert song. Mm-hmm. This is true now. Okay. Do you want to talk about Overpass Graffiti? Mm, overpass Graffiti? Yeah. Sure. Where was, where was the moment of... So I figured we could talk about something else. <laughs> so okay. Overpass Graffiti is the third single of the album. And um, like I said before, I feel like any of these songs could have been singles. Like that's just kind of the songs that they are. Um, but this one is a nice it gives Castle on the Hill a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought when I was listening to it. It's nice, like change from shivers and bad habits but like not that big of a change you know like there's still 
Wait, I texted something in the group chat that I wanted to bring up in this episode. <laughs> it was about this night. I do like the concept. We'll never fade like graffiti on the overpass. Oh, love in slow motion gives unsaid Emily. <laughs> and um, the hot dog and ghost emojis. <laughs> Yes, I had to. I had to look died that by up. eating I poison hot dogs. Oh, I was forced to listen to it. It makes me cry. It's so sad. Okay, we're not, we're not going on. We're not going on a tangent. Anyways, what I wanted to say there is that I forgot to say it. The love in slow motion gave me the same vibes as the song called "Unsaid Emily" from from Ju- the soundtrack of Julian the Phantoms, which it actually like won an Emmy for being a good like. TV for song. being good yeah for being good it won an emmy for being like good or whatever <laughs> they're being good or whatever and it just makes me cry and die and cry <laughs> screaming crying throwing up okay yeah. oh. <laughs> that was a violation sure. of some kind of human right okay we are going to talk about collide now Hannah kind of gives divide vibes <laughs> wow the new album collide after his former album divide is it just because they sound silly? Yeah, that's what? just what it is. Anyway, oh I have Collide the highest. At least it's not lie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> why? Okay, she has it a little too high. Maybe, but No, oh I'm well. okay with it, honestly. I'm okay, because it's genuinely a good song. I just... It's pushing the limit. I just didn't get attached enough to put it higher. It annoys me a little. And it just happened to be the one that I... Happen to be attached when to I was it. listening to this, I knew Victoria would like it a lot. Yes, it's definitely. I was disappointed by it because I had big expectations. It was Sophia, definitely closer to I was like, stuff that is gonna be my favorite on the album, and then it just wasn't. <laughs> Sophia, we're not talking about you right now. <laughs> we're always talking. <laughs> no, we're not. You think we're always talking about you, no, you are baby, not. and it's okay, it's okay not to be okay. Just okay is not okay, especially when it comes to your network. I always say just morning instead of good morning, because if it was a good morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I just like this song because, I don't know, I liked the melody of the chorus when you and I collide part. And it's it's very um like story-esque in the verses as well. Mm-hmm. The bridge is a little questionable. <laughs> I love how you have it in your top three and you're like, yeah. <laughs> the bridge is kind of a thing. The bridge is a little. The bridge is like a thing. <laughs> no, but I, none of these songs are like bad in any way. I basically rank, I rank them more musically than lyrically. I would say. Lyrically, they're all pretty much on the same level. Exactly. Except, Except for, for Jojo Queen. Queen. That one is just a different league. Of course, that's why it's number one. Okay, let's talk about "Stop the Rain," which is unfortunately that's basically a little with the Joker and the Queen is talking about. She's just out of his league, and he's. I know that's, that's cute. You are out of my. Okay. Okay. Stop the rain. It's a little low on our ranking. No, it's not. It's rightfully so, <laughs> because it basically. It's a crossover between Christian inspirational music, kids bop, and like This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. Sure. <laughs> this Is Me was a good song until it was ruined. Until it wasn't. <laughs> Look out, because he's not They like try to make it inspirational. It's also like fight song in that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Fight song is 
a thing. Um, Fight Song is a good song. It's just I cannot listen to it. It's a fifth grade chorus. No, it's just because why does she feel the need to add, like, this is my song? Like, it, we know it's a song. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Sorry, Rachel. No, I'm cutting this out, girly. No, 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 it's kind of funny. Stop. Anyway, this back to Chance to Survivor song. That's when you can't say that. Back okay. to what Stop the Rain. Um, I do like the whole rain metaphor. I'm like, concept going on in the chorus there's a cute beatles reference in verse two very cute very wholesome it's giving girl boss ed my and the beatles were not girl boss okay, my favorite rain song though is set fire to the rain no we're not talking about adele right now okay oh, no but when i see like rain like a song that has rain in the title i'm like that's what i think of Rain on me. Come in no. with the rain right now. Come no. in with the rain is literally rain on me right now. Come in with the rain is the best thing Taylor's ever done. That's like a lie, but like, <laughs> like it's, that's it's a up there. It's up there. No, it's one of the best. Fearless. No, but stop the rain. Like I don't know, just gives the same vibe as set fire to the rain <sighs> in my brain. When we fought about <laughs> John Lennon until we cried. We fought about John, John Legend. Legend. <laughs> Okay, oh, let's funny. close oh, off funny. this equals discussion with the title track, not the title track, the closing <laughs> track. <laughs> there is no track called Equals. He just likes math. Which the mathematics tour. <laughs> the mathematics tour makes me want to cry. Sign over cosine tour. <laughs> <laughs> I will be going to the math. Of- no, I won't. Actually, this is Nova Cover. If no. you guys would like to donate any money, so I can start go a GoFundMe. <laughs> No, just donate to the podcast. You can literally do that. Yeah. So donate to the podcast so we can get tickets to the mathematics tour and we will be providing an episode if we do. Anyway, back to this discussion. Um, yeah, so the closing track is called Be Right Now. I mean, it was a little disappointing as a closing track. It would I have agree. been fine if it was just like a regular. No, because I feel like Equals was like it was the album to have a good closing track on because it ended all of the Mathematics albums. Like, you just needed to have something like really, really strong to close it off. And I feel like, yes, we like love Ed, but this track it's, was it's not the choice. a little short of the mark, as the song says in the first verse. The Joker and the Queen would have been such no, a good closing track. I was just going to say, leave your life would have been. It would have been like, don't worry, the Mathematics era is over, but I'm still here. And no, I don't, nice little, like, I don't think the Joker and the Queen should have been the closing no. track. It's... It, it deserves a solid middle album mm. lineup. Just like a strong song. Just like, I feel like it should have been Leave Your Life. I am not opposed to that. Anyway, I don't think this song is bad. Um, it's, you know, one of those uplifting type songs again. It could, Tides could have been an opener or a closer. No, definitely no, not it was Tides is a closer. Mm, yeah, it, it is an opener. It's an opener. Anyway. As I was saying, <laughs> I think that I feel like be right now, like those three words, like grammatically weird in my mind. Yes, Victoria, our grammar queen, perfect one in the grammar section of the SATs coming soon. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I think. Be right now. 
Yeah, I just don't like the title either. <laughs> the title is a little meow. Just like be right now. Be what right now? You yeah, want me to I mean, be right now? Like be what? Be? No. Do. Do. Do what? Do what? Do what? Trending on Twitter because Harry accidentally tweeted do in his sleep. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so we just have a lot of love for this album. We have a lot of love for Ed's songwriting. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this. Definitely an episode. It definitely <laughs> was an episode. It was definitely not giving what Ed deserved. But um, we, we hope you loved this album as much as we did. It was a good good time. We had a good time with this album. And we had a lot of fun figuring out, because we haven't really talked about what we thought about this album before the podcast. So a lot of this, these thoughts were new to us. Yeah, and, and to each other. Like, I feel like everyone listens to Ed's music and acknowledges that his music is good, but people just hate him as a person for, for what? literally no reason. He, he just exists. So genuine. He just genuine. exists. And people are like, oh, Ginger. <laughs> Girl, what? <laughs> anyway, thank you guys. Make sure to go follow our socials. Our Instagram is at the Speaking of Music Podcast. And our TikTok is at Speaking of Music Podcast. So make sure to go follow both of those for all of the latest updates. Rankings, lineups, all the exciting things are going to be on there for sure. And tell us what you want to hear in the future because we're definitely going to get around to that. Send us a DM. Slide into the DMs. the Speaking of Music Podcast, guys. Slide into the DMs and you might get lucky. If you've listened this far, send us an equal slide. <laughs> Wait, we should give we should give them one of our math problems. <laughs> send us the answer to this math problem. Wow. Anyways, we're not gonna make you do that. No, okay, fine. If you've listened this far, what's your favorite Ed Sheeran album? We're curious to know. Just okay. send a symbol. Just send us a symbol. Unless it's collaboration number six, but let's face it, that is no one's favorite. Okay. <laughs> We're going to wrap this episode up. <laughs> Thank we'll you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.